Welcome to the Cinema Judge. To all my regular judge heads out there, welcome back. And if you're a new listener, welcome aboard. Now here quickly, for if you're new, this is what the show's about. We present you the evidence with interviews and scenes from whatever movie we're talking about. And you make up your own mind. I'm not here to tell you to see one or not to see one. I'll tell if I like it or not. But I'm never going to sit here and tell you, don't see this movie. Because any movie is somebody's favorite movie. Consider this your movie oasis. That's what we do here. You make up your own mind. You're smart enough. And then at the end of the show, I give shout outs and thank yous. And then if you want to watch a TV version of this, I give a website at the end so you can watch the interviews and the B-roll and anything else that's on this show that I can't have on the podcast. Now approach the bench today, we have Jackass Forever, the fourth film in this series. Now if you're not familiar with Jackass, it started in 2000 on MTV. A bunch of friends filming each other, like, you know, like kind of like a hidden camera thing where they have practical jokes where people get physically like hit with something or whatever. There's so many different stunts that these guys do, but it's basically crazy stunts where people are just doing unbelievable things. And make note of this don't try any of these things at home. But now in this film, they're bringing on a whole new group of people because they're getting up there in age, as you'll hear them say later on, you know, they're nearing their 50s. So they can't do all these crazy stunts like they used to. So they're bringing in the new crew. Here's a trailer for Jackass Forever. The world waited for what felt like forever. Then we waited longer. But this February... We promise... It's going to be the gnarliest... Ever... The wait is over. Hello, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. If you're gonna be dumb, you gotta be tough. When you get knocked down, you gotta get back up. If they trust us to go to the bathroom, they're less intelligent than I thought. in the drawer, but I know enough. You're still blowing people up. As if life's not hard enough. This guy's one bad dude. Oh, man, I'm on jackass. Is it Texas rat snake? Venomous? Francis hits harder than any heavyweight in MMA. I told Aaron it was a lightweight. That's not a lightweight. What are you guys talking about? together, Pops. What's the worst that can happen? Oh, hey. oh, you said it wasn't going to feel like anything. I just need you to like sit with my grandpa. Just make sure he doesn't smoke. Oh, oh, oh. oh my God! Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
<laughs> Will you make him an actual coffee, Stephanie? Here, I made you another one. <laughs> it's gotta be over, dude. I think we're all the way finished. We're through. Stick a fork in it. Well, that was a trailer for Jackass Forever. Now, up next, you're going to hear from Johnny Knoxville, pretty much the mastermind behind this, the guy who's been a part of this from the beginning. And also, you'll hear from the director. They're sitting side by side. And the director is Jeff Tremaine. And I think I said that name right. They first talk about, the, you know, kind of like the reluctance of the director wanting to come back. But Johnny Knoxville going, hey, this is going to be great. Let's all do this. Bring back the whole crew. And he's doing his little banter back and forth. And then talk about also the new people they're bringing in. It feels absolutely wonderful to be back with the guys and our new cast member, Rachel Wolfson, um, for this fourth installment of Jackass. Uh, it felt like we never stopped, really. When we started shooting, it felt like we never stopped. And it's the most fun. Uh, of course, we give the guys hell, and um, but they love it. And so that's why we do it. We wanted to come back to do a new movie because it's so dang fun. I didn't really want to come back. You suck back. <laughs> well, at first you didn't want to come back and then you were fully on board. So that that's how it went. And all the other guys were on board from the beginning. I so. was a little reluctant and then I got the set and I realized I missed this. This is so much fun. Yeah. And, uh, it really was a ball. Try to kill these guys again. And, uh, and luckily, they're still hard to kill, even though they're old. We felt like we wanted to bring in some new faces just to inject some new blood into the uh, movie. It might be a little weird if with just uh, the old guys doing it. So we brought in some real ringers. <laughs> Let me tell you, we did. And they fit in perfectly. Like, we found the perfect cast for uh, the new film. Yeah, it was, it was a ball to shoot with new blood. Like, really. Uh, and and it, the movie needed. We 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 want we wanted some something fresh. Yeah, some fresh meat put through the grinder. Yeah, they're not as leery as the old cast members. Like Wee Man's the most leery, right? But the new 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 cast, they weren't. They didn't know what to expect. Yeah, they for some reason at least started the movie trusting us. Yeah, and poopies still to this day. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we could still be pranking poopies. Yeah, low hanging fruit. That's what it's called in the business. <laughs> Well, that was Johnny Knoxville and the director talking about the new recruits. But up next, we're going to hear from three more of the originals. Preston Lacey, Dave England, and I'm going to say this guy's name wrong, so bear with me, Aaron McGehee. Anyway, here they are talking about the new ones. I mean, yeah, it seems like it wouldn't have worked out, but it did. There was somehow it all clicked, and uh, yeah, they, and I think it was obviously, you know, especially Zach was just a diehard fan of Jackass. I mean, it worked out great. I, I don't know. Yeah, we knew pretty quick in that they, they were going to fit with us. Sure. Yeah, it wasn't like... like first day. They first day. Like acting. Right it's not something you can yeah. like fake or act. You have to just be that person or not. They definitely are the people that they portray on movie and any time around us. They're good people and they're pretty much willing to do about anything. Yeah. But you also can't just be a badass. They're also funny. That's yeah. part of it. Yep. Now, Devon Wilson is one of the new people in this film. And in this next interview, he's at the world premiere, and he's going to talk about how he felt coming onto this film. 
Well, initially I was nervous, but as soon as we got that first like test shoot going, everybody was so comfortable, open hands, welcoming. So it was it was it was cool. Like it was no like weirdness or like oh like you're new. It was just simply just a great bond just happened instantly like that. Now Jackass has a long history, like I told you earlier. Now in this next set of interviews, you're gonna hear from the four new cast members entering the Jackass universe. You're gonna hear from Zach, a little bit more from Devon, Rachel, and Sean. And they're going to talk about their whole experiences of when they started watching it when they were younger and now being a part of it today, working with these people they've looked up to for all these years. These are really kind of cool interviews to listen to. Here they are. Well, life on Jackass, meeting everyone and hanging out together was like a dream come true. It was kind of like um, so surreal. You know, once you show up and you meet these guys you've, you've seen on TV your whole life, it's like, dude, I'm really here. Like it's happening. And yeah, it's kind of, you kind of get used to it you you know you get comfortable with everyone and yeah it's 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 a trip my history with jackass was i was an mtv kid i grew up watching jackass on tv and in the movies so when i got the call to be a part of it i i didn't believe it and as soon as we got to set it was so surreal it was the coolest opportunity i'm watching these comedy legends and heroes come to life right before my eyes and i'm just eternally grateful to be a part of it my history with Jackass is just as simple as anybody else. You watch the show and you fall in love with it. Just all the stunts and the funniness, just seeing guys with their friends just have a good time and kind of get paid for it. So the fact that I'm able to do the same thing now in life is a great thing. And it's cool that I'm doing it with the people that actually started it. So it's amazing. My history with Jackass is, you know, I, wa I wasn't really allowed to watch Jackass as I was growing up. My family was super religious, but... I would have to sneak to watch it and like use channel return to like put on something else when someone walks in the room. But uh, it really impacted my life. I always wanted to like build, like just do jackass like stuff. And then you know, it turns out that finally I am doing that, and I can call these people my friends. And you know, I'm really happy that I'm able to do this. Well, that's the new crew. And do they ever get a workout in this film? They don't just go soft on these guys. They go all in. Now this next featurette. It has a whole bunch of interviews in it. The studios, they send me this pre-packaged deal. And in this pre-packaged interview set, you're going to hear from and more about the new guys joining the band. Hello, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. We're on the Paramount back lot filming the opening sequence of Jackass Forever. We brought in a number of new cast members. I want to say my name. All right, say your name. This is Zach. I'm Jasper. And this is Body Surfing, motherfucker. This is my first movie. It was really great to be invited into the crew and everything. What did you think when you got the call to come in and sit down with us? First thought was, hopefully I don't die. <laughs> then I was like, hey, at least I'll die on camera. How you doing over there, Rachel? We man's going to space. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard, and I'm literally seeing childhood heroes of mine like come to life. Are you okay? My mind is blown. I'm Eric. I'm from South London. I love skating and I love getting a bit hurt. When you get knocked down, I'm Poopy's big time movie star. <laughs> my friend Trip goes, Hey, I want to introduce you to a couple of my friends. I want you to come test out for Jackass. And I was like, No way. Like, speechless at that moment. It's a Texas rat snake. Yeah, venomous? 
<laughs> but you love snakes. No, I don't. You don't love snakes? No. I was pretty nervous getting brought into this movie, honestly, because I'm doing like crazy stuff with all these people that I've looked up to my entire life. Oh, 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 oh. Those guys are getting old, we paid our dues, so we're handing the torch to you. <laughs> I love this dude. The new people that we're working with are great, and we've been destroying them throughout this film. Oh, I don't know much for you. Did you guys feel like you had to earn it with the guys? For sure. I was so nervous, but yeah, it was a dream come true. That's the best part. It's like, yeah, I'm afraid of doing this. But it's going to look awesome. <laughs> now that was a featurette featuring the new ones in this film. Now, in this next set of interviews, you're going to hear from that new bunch, and they're going to talk about boundaries being pushed. And just to forewarn a lot of you, if you don't know about these, about these guys and how they make films, there's a lot of nudity, a lot of violence, of course. But in this kind of film, you don't often see male genitalia, but in this movie, you will. So if you shy away from that, just be pre-warned. It might be a little bit offsetting for some, but I don't want to mislead you. And some of these things that you're going to hear, they bleeped out. So when you hear a little cut in the audio, that's not me just being bad. It's just that they were editing some of the words that they were using to describe said genitalia. And this is them talking about boundaries being pushed. Boundaries like never before in this movie. Just because we're the newest cast member and they want to see what we have to, you know, to prove. And I think we proved it. And uh yeah, you get into these stunt situations and you don't know what's going to happen. You just got to send it and, you know, you just got to believe in yourself and hopefully you come out okay. I mean, the boundaries were definitely pushed on this film, especially with this new generation and watching the OGs continue to hurt themselves for our entertainment. Um, I don't think anyone held back simply because we were a new cast. I think it made them want to go even harder. So um, I think audiences will definitely see that film oh yeah the boundaries were definitely pushed on this movie from everybody from the cast new cast old cast even people behind the cast you know it's just it's just great i don't know i can't really explain it you just gotta just watch it and see for yourself and you'd be like oh yeah they they, they pushing they pushing for show yeah this film pushed the boundaries by uh there's a lot of in this movie <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? That's a boundary. You don't see that much. Yeah. Um, yeah, this film pushed a lot of... Like, this film pushed the boundaries that fans haven't seen before. I, like, There's a lot more nudity in this movie than I feel like the other ones. Um, the, you know, and... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, know, dude. I mean, Knoxville, every bull stunt he's done, he walked away from it. And this is the only one he has never... He didn't walk away from. So, I mean, that's pushing it right there. Yep. Well, that was the new cast members talking about boundaries. And also nudity. Now, in this next interview, you're going to hear from Johnny Knoxville and the director. And they're going to talk about the new fans to this series. Because a lot of people, hey, you might not know who this is or who these people are, what they do. So, for the new fans, this is them talking about what to expect. But also, you're going to hear breaks in the audio again. And that audio is dealing with genitalia, terms that, you know, might not fly very well on every platform, if, for lack of a better word. So you're going to hear some cuts in the audio, and that's just them cutting because of 
genitalia talk in nudity. So here they are talking about that. For new fans of Jackass, we really want them to just take in all of Chris. There's a lot of in this new movie. So expect a lot of and even more in Jackass 4.5. Boy, uh, now I guess, yeah, for new fans, we, you know, we're inviting them into our dysfunctional family. And uh, they get to see the camaraderie and, and what each of these older men looks like fully naked. Yeah. Now we have another featurette for you. Now in this featurette, there's some really great video of them more than 20 years ago talking about when they were just kids. Like I said earlier in the show, at the end of this episode, I'm going to give you a website so you can watch a TV version of this if you want to. Because in these featurettes, they really give some really cool video and just flashbacks to their former stuff. It's really kind of cool to see the camaraderie and see the history that they've shared together. So in this featurette, you're going to hear from a lot of the originals talking about how they've aged and how and how it is trying to do some of the stuff when you are older and you have aches and pains. It's not as you can't bounce back the older you get, unfortunately, because it's not possible. So this is just really a really great feature, Ed. Just getting you know a little bit behind their lives and see how much they enjoy doing this. So here they are talking about the whole history of what they've been going through. Concussions aren't great, but as long as you have them before you're 50, it's cool. And Knoxville's 49, so we're good. Oh! In terms of, like, pulling off the movie, I feel like I was the most skeptical. I was like, wait, we're like 50. What are we doing? But as soon as we shot that first day, I was like, oh, this is, I was just happy. Everyone was happy to be there. And it was a hard year, obviously, for everybody. But, like, doing this with these guys and the whole cast and the crew, and now, you know, we've been together as a crew for 20 years. I've known him for 30 years, and I've known him for 40 years since I was 12. Yeah. Oh, we have Jeff Tremaine, that new guy. Like this year being together was so fun. And that's what the movie feels like to me. It's like old friends, like seriously old friends being together again. And like old. Yeah. Like, yeah. It is. It's so old. fun because <laughs> like this old. We all know each other's nuances, our vulnerabilities. And yeah. it, you know what was harder? This movie was harder for me than the other ones because I've gotten fat and my hip is bad. <laughs> So I can't run away. I can't get away from anybody. Which really worked out for so me. Good. <laughs> me too. It's going to be on this side of the pond. Oh, you did a good show. Right You should have laid down and rolled and you could have got away. <laughs> I tried. I tried stun gun. I mean, I did that. I was rolling as fast as I could. Just getting hit in all different spots. If you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. I have one on me. In leaving this movie, what was this experience for you? Like, I didn't, I, we were all unsure going into it, but coming out of it, it felt like all the others. It felt as good as all the others in the, the friendships that not only remain, but have gotten stronger over the years uh, really mean a lot. And uh, for us to still be doing this after 20 years and for it to be as fun as it is, I think that's special. Well, that was some of the original ones. Now, up next, we have that another set of interviews from the new cast members talking to the new viewers who might not know the history behind us and what they hope you'll get out of it. So for all you new fans that have never seen Jackass, 
Expect to laugh so hard that your stomach hurts when you come out of the theater. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah, I think the new fans, uh, for them, uh, just know that everything you see on set is real. It's There's no acting. There's no script. Um, and we really are willing to put ourselves out there for your entertainment. And we hope you enjoy it and become a fan forever. Yeah, for the new fans, this is uh, basically where all the crazy stuff from YouTube that you've been seeing started. You know what I'm saying? So this is the original kickoff to hurting yourself for views. <laughs> so that'd be great. For all the new fans, you know, uh, if there wasn't Jackass, there wouldn't be viral videos. And, you know, this is literally where it all started. And, you know, you get to, and it's just going to be fun for you guys to watch. Love you, new fans. We love you guys. That was the new people. Now here's the old people. I wouldn't say old, but the originals talking about the joys of working together. Like a dream come true to be back with these guys on a fourth film. I can't believe it. My pinch me, Sharon. It's real. Once when we get the band back together, it's like you can't say no. I mean, getting back with these guys and having this experience has been. Uh, I came back in a in a big way because I just can't say no. So here I am. Well, it's like people you work with, but you actually like them instead of hating them, like you usually do at normal jobs. Yeah, we, we like to hang out with each other yeah. even when we're not out of work. True, it's terrifying sometimes. Definitely terrifying, but it's always fun. But yeah, we have a lot of fun just in between filming. You know, like we got a, a lot of downtime. Time anyway, so we've been doing it for so long, like twenty-two you know? years now. It's it's very, uh, it's meaningful. It means a lot to myself. And I know all of us. Any moment we get to share with each other has been really valuable, precious. It has been a hell of a roller coaster ride. Yeah. yeah. We're going to hear next from three more of the originals, Steve-O, Jason, and Chris. They're also going to talk about working together for all these years and the fact that see this movie in the theater, have some fun. Everybody's been pent up. In their minds, they just want you to go out and have fun and to help distract people from their day-to-day grind of, what we all go through. So I, I like what Steve-O talks about, what, how he sees his professional title. You'll hear what I'm saying. Being back with the guys for a fourth installment is amazing. It's like a uh, 30th year at, uh, high school reunion, and we're still being on, you know, we're still doing the same things we were doing in high school, but now we're doing it 30 years later. Because <laughs> <laughs> making these movies is the funnest thing that we've ever done in it's so fun to be together and in a live in Jackass world and just think, keep breathing, think Jackass and uh, make up ideas with everybody and a laugh a lot. <laughs> We've wanted to make another movie ever since we finished the last one. I think we're, I, we're the three of us. I think are always the go 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 getters. Yeah, like that. Want to keep doing it. And and the chemistry that we all have together, I think, is so great. It would be wasted not to. And the world needs to laugh, especially now. And uh, I think it comes across in the movie big time. The world's in a place right now of very big confusion. Fear. Fear. Uh, a, a lot of people are penned up. They need to get out there and laugh. Yeah. Go to a movie, have some fun. Get, let your mind go. And yeah. just let us do the thinking for you. <laughs> 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 Years ago, I gave myself the label of distraction therapist. 
you know, because it's better than yeah. attention whore, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> and I really do believe there's some value in being able to distract people from a crappy day, a job they're not happy with, you know, a bad marriage, stuff like that. And there's more stuff like that today oh, than yeah. ever. For sure. So as professional distraction therapists, we have a great deal of work to do. We're doing it proudly. Yep. Now, coming up next, we're going to have a little scene for you. In the scene, they're sitting around, they're talking about one of the games they play. It's called a dum-dum game. All right, my name's Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to the dum-dum game. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, dude. Are you kidding me? It was the worst pain ever. Explain what the game is. It's called the dum-dum game, and uh, you get a good question that's kind of tricky, but and then if you don't get it right, Boom. They, they were on a fourth grade level yeah. with tricky questions. Yeah. <laughs> Poopies. Who played the piano on Elton John's album Madman Across the Water? Um, my favorite part of that bit, though, is Aaron is so smug, like, Poopies is struggling to answer a question, and Aaron's like, duh! <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> That's why I accidentally missed the button once. There <laughs> was questions like, what continent is Africa on? <laughs> Africa. Yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> so We're going to hear next from the new cast members talking about the universal love of Jackass. The love for Jackass, I think, is so universal because it's like the camaraderie, and it's just like you're watching your friends do dumb. It, it's just, I think everyone can relate to that. Everybody loves to see people get hurt. Like it's it's normal. Like. I follow the, the kids getting hurt. I follow old people getting hurt. It's just people getting hurt is just something that makes you smile. And I don't know, like, why would you not want to watch it? <laughs> I think the love for the Jackass fans is so universal because humor really transcends. It doesn't matter what language you speak, what country you're from. Um, like Jasper said, we like to watch people hurt themselves for the sake of comedy. And I think that's why it's just been so popular this whole time because these bits and stunts are timeless. Best answer here. That's why she's dressed like this. These guys, we picked them up off the street. Yeah. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> now we have another clip for you now. In this scene, it's where one of the pranks is they told one of the guys, well, this lightweight guy, boxer, MMA guy, is going to hit you in the groin. Well, then from around the corner, it's a heavyweight guy. So that's the kind of scene that's playing on in the scene. Check it out. So we're doing a cup test with you. Yeah. This lightweight is going to punch you in the cup. Is that all right? I told Aaron it was a lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell him it was a heavyweight. That's not a lightweight. What are you guys talking about? What the hell? You lied to me. I meant heavyweight, but lightweight came out. I'm a UFC fan, so I heard Francis Ngannou was going to be there, and I was like, I want to do it, please, please. And then later I found out, in fact, I didn't want to do it. No. <laughs> I just Googled the hardest punch ever recorded. His punch is the equivalent of being hit by a Ford Escort at top speed. Why well, you don't need to read that now. <laughs> until the fourth theatrical release to become a real star. 
Yeah, that just might be a little bit too uncomfortable for me. I'd pass on that particular stunt, thank you. We're going to hear next from Steve-O, Jason, and Chris, and they talk about why they feel it's important to see this film in the theater. Why is it important to see the movie in the theater? Um, Because it's kind of like seeing like a really rad band, you know, being at a concert. Exactly. It's it's an experience that you feel with with the audience. Right. And everyone just kind of becomes a part of it. It's so fun to watch people watching Jackass movies. It's cool to it's cool to put the record on the record player, but it's better to see the band live. For sure. Yeah. I mean, dude, when I was uh, 13 years old and my dad said he was taking me to the Motley Crue concert, mm-hmm. he said that his company's Skybox in the gardens, nobody cared about Motley Crue, so we could go and be in the uh-huh. Skybox. And I said, Dad, watching Motley Crue through a plate glass window sucks. <laughs> and it would be the same thing for a Jackass movie, For man. sure, yeah. Watching Jackass in your living room, man, that's bull**t, dude. Because you want to be in the experience with a big group of people, everybody shrieking and laughing and gasping and crying tears of joy all together. Yep, yeah. Now that you've heard from the original players of why they think you should see it in the theater, here's the new crew members, or cast members, Telling you why they want you to see it in a the theater. What I love about seeing Jackass in the theater is laughing so hard with a group of people. I mean, that feeling is orgasmic almost. It's it's truly um, a one of a kind experience. Yeah, going actually going to the movie theater and watching Jackass with like people is going to be just a way better experience than watching it at home on your own. Like you want to laugh and cry with your friends or even people you don't even know. You just like. You never know. You might leave there with everybody number because y'all all enjoy the same thing. Unless you know you're all best friends going on yacht parties. So go see the movie in theaters and make new friends. So the best part of the experience seeing Jackass in the theaters is not telling your parents you went and you still go. And then you got to try to hide it that you didn't go see the movie. So that was fun for me when I was a kid. Trying yeah. to hide it from your parents. <laughs> <laughs> The best thing about experiencing a Jackass movie in theaters is it's just like, it's just such a, it's such an event. It's so fun to actually just go and hang out with your friends and people you don't know and laugh and just, and it's just such a good time. Yeah. The energy in there is just something different. Like when, um, it's real. It's I don't real know energy. What it's like, it's, it's, it's nothing like it. One of its own. We have another clip for you. And now in this scene, it is one of their, I mean, truly crazy stunt. You know. I wouldn't do it personally because you just don't know what's going to happen with wild animals. In this clip, they have one of the guys strapped down, taped down to a chair. They film, like they pour honey on them, all these kind of things. Honey, food, what have you. They open up a door. Voila! There's a bear. And then it comes over there and starts eating it off his body. Again, I I take a hard pass in this one, but here's a scene. Didn't set myself up for failure on this one. Aaron, please relax. A bear. That was Knoxville's idea. That was not my idea. Aaron, it was great footage. (laughs) I I gotta get out of this This, thing somehow. You're putting honey on me and salmon? Yeah. What are you doing? (laughs) Oh my God. You asked for that with wearing that shirt. That shirt is so perfect. So many books, so little time. <laughs> so good. The bear, when we were filming it, though, I was like, this is getting too gnarly. Like, did, did you see it try to pull bite it my hand? Yeah. I I noticed his, like, it almost bites his hand. It, it almost bites his hand. Yeah. And we're like trying to make the judgment. Do we call it? 
No, because right away then the bear went for his penis. Oh. Dude, oh, I, <laughs> so we're like, oh, let's see what happens. <laughs> oh, God. Like I said, <laughs> hard pass on that one. No wild bears for this guy. Now, up next, we're going to hear from Sean Poopies. That's what his nickname is. I believe it's Poopies. And he's at the world premiere, and he just talks a little bit more about how excited he is, or was, to be part of this movie. Here he is at the world premiere. I'm ecstatic. I can't, like, even explain it. It's been a dream come true for me to work with Paramount and Jackass and Gorilla Flicks and even just, like, seeing the OGs do their thing, you know. I'm a newbie, so I got to, like, prove myself for sure. But, I, yeah, it's a, I can't wait to see it in the theaters. Yeah, I mean, once you show up, you know, they kind of test you, you know, see if you got a sense of humor or not. But uh, that definitely, you know, took me in after a while. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just like one of them, you know. I want to do stupid for the boys, you know, and make, make the boys laugh. So I kind of fit in perfect. But, yeah, they kind of give you, you know, they give you a little test for sure, a little rookie test. But, yeah, I passed that one for sure. I mean, after the last couple of years, it's kind of been, you know, a bummer. Everyone has to stay inside and, like, not enjoy what they want to do. So I hope everyone enjoys this and gets a laugh from it because it's nonstop, hilarious gigs, bits. I mean, yeah, the boys get injured a lot, too, so you're going to love that. I mean, who doesn't want to see someone get hurt, you know? So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you guys to watch this. I mean, you see it by yourself, you're going to want to look over to the next person and be, like, laughing with them, you know? So it's better if you definitely bring your friends, you know? But, yeah, you, you're going to want to laugh with someone. So, I, yeah, I suggest bringing all your friends, definitely. Now, also from the world premiere, we have Rachel Wolfson up next, one of the new members to this movie. Oh my God, I'm so excited that it's finally here. I still can't believe it. I'm like, are they pranking me today? Because I can't believe it's finally here. I had the best time. I, it's such an honor to join this crazy family and I, uh, I, I never want to stop. There's something really amazing about experiencing a Jackass movie on screen in a theater with a bunch of random people. It's, it's, it's almost orgasmic, like laughing together and it really can only be brought to life on the big screen. Coming up next from the world premiere, we have the mastermind behind all this, Johnny Knoxville. Nothing is as fun as making a jackass film. And it's been, what, 10, 11 years since we made the last one? It's so fun. And the new cast we have, is, they're perfect. And uh, I can't wait for you to see it. I mean, we've been through so much on and off screen, right? We've been through a lot. And not only have our friendships endured, they've gotten stronger. And you feel that when you're watching the movie. You feel like it's a really close, dysfunctional family. I really felt that when I was watching it. For the, for the first hour, it was a little weird, right? Honestly, the, the old guys were like, who are these new cast members? And the cast members were like, I hope we get accepted. But it, it, they just gelled. Like that first day, they just gelled. And they've become such good friends. They're part of the family. Well, I think Steve-O said it best. He's like, you don't want to be on a roller coaster alone. You want to be on a roller coaster with everyone else. So it's definitely, you go through a lot of emotions when watching a jackass film, and it's best to have your friends around and a bunch of people around. It's just as outrageous as the others, and, you know, you get to see the new cast, and you, basically you get to see old friends just giving each other hell, and people you grew up with. Like, us and the fans are all a family, so, you know, come see your family. I hope you enjoyed our in-depth look at Jackass Forever. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, any way to improve the show, please feel free to comment, reach out, cinemajudge at hotmail.com. That's cinemajudge at hotmail.com. 
I can't grow if I don't know. Or if you prefer, reach out to me on Twitter, Cinema Judge. DM me or on Instagram, The Cinema Judge. Feel free. I'd love to hear from you. Love to hear your feedback. Now, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, if you want to watch a TV version of this or any other podcast, go to Bloomington, Minnesota's webpage. That's BLM as in Bloomington dot MN backward slash BTV dash shows and type in Cinema Judge. A whole bunch of shows will show up. Not 20 years worth, but there'll be quite a few there. And what I do like about the TV version is you could see so much that you hear like on the podcast, but you could see the interview, see the little like featurettes where they have all these things spliced in between there. And on some episodes, I have some great B-roll. I love on the set footage. And that's just, for me, I eat that up. So if you are a fan of that kind of stuff too, check out the TV version of this and you'll be able to see a lot more than just what you hear. But now... The part that I just really like because I get to thank you, all you listeners who stick around. And most importantly, you guys show up for any episode. The regulars that listen, whether it's a blockbuster, independent film, or like some people might think some movies might be a turd, you still show up because you want to hear interviews from the cast and hear scenes because you're a movie fan like I am. That's what I get out of this. I love sharing movies. Like I said earlier. Movie Oasis. This is just a place to talk movies, learn about movies, all kinds of movies. And what I really like hearing is how so many of you, or how many of you listen to the show, so many different ways, whether you're driving to work, back from work, sitting at home, relaxing, doing errands, yard work. I love it. Or doing dishes, laundry. You know, and some of you listen like early in the morning, late at night, or in the afternoon. It's just so cool that all around the world, everybody listens to the show in their own way. And that is so great. So wherever, whenever, or whatever you're doing, this is for you. All my listeners around the United States, Uzbekistan, Vietnam, Germany, Philippines, France, Mexico, I could go on. Minneapolis, Minnesota, St. Paul, Minnesota, Pearl, Minnesota, Madison, Wisconsin, Phoenix, Arizona, Baltimore, Maryland, Annandale, Virginia, Pasadena, California, Harrisburg, Virginia, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, Des Moines, Iowa. Again, so many people from Iowa this week. Thank you so very much. Ho Chi Minh. <laughs> that is so cool. Holyoke, Mass. Thanks, Mass. Every episode, you're there. Thank you so very much. Chaska, Minnesota. Frankfurt, Man, ha- Maine, Hess. In Manila. So many people all around the world listening. Couldn't get you, you know, to y'all. But I am so very grateful. And one more before I forget, Bukhara. Thanks, Bukhara. Now, this week's bourbon toast goes out to, for obvious reasons, my loser friends I grew up with. And I mean that with the utmost love. You know, it's kind of one of those things where you could call your people, your friends, your family, complete losers, but no one else can. Well, this is for them. Because I can't even tell you how many similar, not similar things to these guys, but just insanely unintelligent adventures we sought upon. I mean, how we're here today is a small miracle. And that goes with everybody. I'm not saying our stories are any more special than anybody else's. But we all have those experiences with your friends where you realize, why did I do what I did? And how, how did I make it through? That's the one thing. I mean, I, 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 this isn't a time or place to talk about them. But to all those friends, all my friends that I grew up with, and you know who you are, and you know what we did, 
this is for you. Cheers. I also have to include my brother on this one, because when we were kids, we pulled some of the most insane things for fun. I mean, again, not the time or place to explain or share, because, you know, we don't want you doing any of these things at home either. But to him also, what we did as kids for amusement, (laughs) hey, we didn't have all the games that people do now, or whatever, platforms. We had to amuse ourselves in some sense. Not that they were safe, but we did them anyway. So this also is for my brother. Cheers. And now it's the music section. Now, I I listened to quite a few stuff over by making this episode and preparing for this episode. So I started off first on Coldplay. I went on, I went on a massive run with Coldplay. Because every once in a while, you just need a little great Coldplay, that melancholy, whatever it is that they do, you got to do it. Because I remember seeing them a couple years back in concert. They put on an extraordinary concert. If you ever ever, ever, ever have a chance to see Coldplay live, do it, because their shows are spectacular. So I started off with Parachutes, of course, because that's their first album, and it was just stellar. They had a, a rush of blood to the head. Incredible album. And one little moment on this one, the song The Scientist brings a lot of memories for me, because several years back, I think it was February of 20, 2003, I think it was, we were driving to a funeral. Is my brother, myself, and my mother. We were taking this old path or old driving way that we did when we were kids. And it was so weird driving as adults. And my mother has dementia. So it was a bittersweet voyage. And I remember the scientists playing on the radio. And it was it was a snowy, it was actually, I think, of Valentine's weekend. The snow was blowing on the highway. It was empty. And it was just like a, a looked like waves, like an ocean being swept across the road. And I remember that song playing on the radio. And it was just so powerful. I'll never forget that moment there with, you know, my brother and my mother, you know, going to a funeral. And it was just so impactful. Anyway, I digress. And then I went to the Viva album, which is also great, and an X and Y. And then I switched gears a little bit because I still wasn't done with the episode. So I went, since I was in the C section of my, <laughs> C section, the <laughs> category C of my playlist thing, I went, hey. CCR. Their best of is just incredible. So I, I threw on CCR. Boom. Fantastic. And then I go, well, I'm going to go a little deeper. I was, I was so close to B, so I put on Springsteen. And you can't lose with Spring, Springsteen. His catalog is just immense. Well, that is it. My glass is full, and I'm thirsty. So cheers to you and to the movies. So until next time, Be well, be good, and I'm gone. I'm Jeff. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Judge.